Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fidoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at PFidoff. So for episode 63, it's going to be a recap of men's basketball for the week. Another bad week. I can't, uh, as I always say, I can't sugarcoat this anymore. It's really bad right now. Two games, two losses. One was pretty close. The other one, we were more or less just out there. It was close for a while, and then Wake Forest just ran away with it. So Wednesday night at Notre Dame, playing North Carolina, a very disappointing North Carolina uh, preseason number one. They're fighting for their tournament lives currently. They absolutely had to have this game at South Bend. Uh, Notre Dame was actually up 27 to 19 at half. It's horrible shooting for both teams. Let me first get uh, to the records. Going into that game, Notre Dame 10 and 17. Losers uh, five straight at the time. Uh, 10 and 17 overall. 2 and 14 in the ACC. North Carolina, a disappointing 16 and 11. 8 and 8 overall. As I mentioned earlier, we're up 27-19 at the half. North Carolina just storms back in the second half. However, they go up by, I think, about four points. But then we hang pretty tough uh, the rest of the way. Um, it could have went either way, the game. But here's the thing. Despite North Carolina struggling this year, they have a lot better athletes, obviously, than Notre Dame. Uh, they out-rebounded us 52-33. to And that pretty much, to me, was the uh, deciding factor of this game as uh, North Carolina ekes out this win that they desperately needed. 63-59, to Notre Dame falls to 10-18, and and 2-15 and in the ACC. North Carolina 17-11, and 9-8 in the ACC. Um, some stats, not really much to say. Cormac Ryan led the way 14 points, 7 rebounds, and then off the bench, Trey Wirtz had 13, and J.J. Starling, uh, Pretty talented freshman, as I always say. He had 10 points and had a solid game as well. So Saturday, as I record today, the game just got over. Um, at Wake Forest, uh, we come in 10 and 18, 2 and 15 in the ACC. Uh, Wake Forest was 17 and 11, 9 and 8 in the ACC. A pretty close first half. We were without JJ Starling got hurt during the North Carolina game, as well as Marcus Hammond. They can't go. So Granted, we're not we're, we're an awful team this year, but without those two, uh, that really hindered our backcourt. We ended up playing Matt Zona off the bench, who's barely played. He's a junior now. And Robbie Carmody, uh, fifth-year senior, he's part of this senior group that's ups and downs all the time. He's been pretty much uh, hurt his entire career. A, a bad break, no pun intended. He's had tons of injuries, knee injuries, shoulder injuries. He saw some minutes, didn't score. Matt Zona did score two points. So Notre Dame goes to 10 and 19, 2 and 16 in the ACC. The ironic thing here, these fifth-year seniors now now granted there were some other players that came in with these seniors in 2018. They either ended up leaving the program or after last year, like Prentice Hub, he could have been on this team this year, but he decided to not use his COVID year. He went to play overseas. I don't blame him after this year. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is they did not, they had a pretty bad record their freshman year in the 2018 2019 season. However, it's looking like they're going to have a worse record for both overall record and ACC record as fifth year seniors. And I keep saying this year, 
experience means nothing unless you have pretty good talent or talent around you. And we're finding out that experience didn't mean much this year. Uh, Wake Forest goes to, or I'm sorry, here's another uh, interesting stat. We are own 11 away from South Bend. We have not had a road victory at all this year. Uh, that's our seventh loss in a row. We have not won at all in February. It just gets worse and worse. Uh, we relied too much on the three tonight. Uh, we went uh, five and 19 from the three point range, out rebounded 42 to 32. Um, ben Allen Lubin, he had a decent game inside. I don't know why, instead of relying on the three, which we typically do all the time, especially with this group, uh, we should have kept going into Ben Allen Lubin. Uh, nice, uh, nice game 19 points, eight rebounds. Trey Wirtz, 12 points, eight rebounds. Cormac Ryan, 12 points, four rebounds. But it, it was just a, it was a, despite hanging tough for a little bit, it was just a, another awful game. I mean, at one point, Trey Wirtz threw the ball to the referee. He thought it was a Notre Dame player. It's gotten that bad. And then Matt Zona, there's no one around him. He threw the ball into the stands. I don't get it. He's, I'm sure he's a great kid. He's now a junior. I, and I believe some of this on coaching too. He should have been developed a little bit more by now. Junior. He still looks like he has no clue what's going on out there. He's not a threat offensively, defensively. The guy's going to be a senior next year. And his development has been awful, to, to put it bluntly. Um, what else here? Excuse me. Uh, Wednesday uh, is our next game, home against Pitt. That'll be Mike Spray last game at Notre Dame. We'll see if they can somehow muster up some enthusiasm, at least get the final home game uh, for Mike Bray to be a win. Pitt is currently leading in the ACC. They've been in a, a surprise team this year at 7 p.m. on ESPNU. And then next Saturday on the ACC Network, we close out the regular season at 8 p.m. against Clemson. Uh, what else here? There's been some rumors this week. I, I don't buy this. That possibly Rick Patino could be the next coach at Notre Dame. I highly doubt that's going to happen. One, he's great. He's a great coach, don't get me wrong. But the way he left Louisville... There was some scandal there, and Notre Dame tries to avoid that as much as possible. Uh, he is, I believe he's in his 70s now. Unless they just wanted him for a couple years. I mean, he could probably turn it around, but I just don't see that happening the way Notre Dame hires coaches. Uh, I just don't see it. Well, but we'll see. There's been rumors, too. Possibly Chris Holtman from here in Columbus, because the Buckeyes are having one of their worst seasons I can remember. I don't see that happening as well, but... But I just hope, uh, just a message to Jack Swerber. Can you please go above and beyond to try to get the best uh, basketball coach possible to re replace Coach Bray? You owe that, owe that to us fans, you know, within the university as a whole. Uh, this has been a struggle this year, and we don't want to see a, a season like this again. It, it may take a couple years to turn this program around, if that's possible, based on the replacement that you hire for Coach Bray. But please don't, you know shorthand us right now especially with the way you know football uh the assistants have been not hired at notre dame you know andy lugwick from utah that would have been a great offensive coordinator but please can we go all out uh to get the best basketball coach to replace that's all that's all we ask that's all i ask i think that's all the university asks because this is just a mess right now and i hope they got too I know J.J. Starling was looking to be a first-round draft pick in the NBA last year. He's been hurt a lot in the second half of the season. He's not played as well. I'm thinking he's probably coming back 
to Notre Dame or he's going to enter the transfer portal. We shall see. And I'd love to have Ben Allen Lubin back too. Get some guys in the portal. Well, we're going to have to. We're going to have to get probably six to seven because I don't think some of these guys are coming back at Notre Dame. I haven't seen Tony Sanders. I mentioned it before. Matt Zona, who has not been developed his first three years. Same thing with Tony Sanders. He's a junior. I don't know if he left the team, if he's hurt. I haven't seen him on the bench the last two to three games. So we're going to need five to six new players, whether that's recruits. We got three guys or no, two guys coming in now because one guy backed out. Uh, so we're probably going to need about four to five transfer portal guys. And I always said, watch out next year to be the, one of the best years ever because it's, it's going to be pretty much a brand new team with hardly any uh, uh, veteran guys coming back. Unless, you know, JJ comes back and Ben Allen Lubin. So to be determined. So I, I can't say it enough. It's, I just want this season over. You know, I know these kids have worked hard, but I've been saying that so much lately. And I'm just tired of, I'm tired of this. I, this sounds harsh. I'm tired of this group. It's been five years now. They maxed out pretty much last year when they went to, when they were about two minutes away from going to the Sweet 16. They had that great win in Dayton against Rutgers when they uh, played Wednesday night. And the game finished in overtime on St. Patrick's Day, ironically. And then they had a great win over Alabama out in San Diego. Had they not turned the ball over, I always say uh, Blake Wesley, he was a talented kid. Don't get me wrong, but I think he contributed the most for us losing. It was a team effort losing, but he contributed most to us losing that game with his uh, turnovers and missed free throws late in the game. Um, had things gone a certain way, which they should have, if we just protect the ball and hit our free throws, we end up upsetting Texas Tech, and then we're playing Duke in the Sweet 16. I know Coach Bray has said he was thinking about retiring after that game. And I think, obviously, he stayed too long. And, you know, these fifth-year seniors stayed stay too long, too. You know, it might have been uh, a truly a rebuilding year this year with all those guys leaving. But, you know what, I don't know if it would have been any worse than this season right now because this is pretty bad. You know, 10-19, and 2-16, and 16, you know, if we have a bunch of, you know, a couple – Obviously, we'd had to get some transfers out of there too, uh, but uh, I don't. If we had five to six new players, is what I'm trying to say, and all those you know fifth year guys didn't come back. I don't know if it would have been any worse than this year. So, and then too, I, I, I said this earlier in a couple earlier podcasts. Uh, I had mentioned, well, that's a podcast you'll see uh, before this one. But North Carolina just lost one player from last year, Brady Manick. But he was such a great shooter, and they do not have the greatest shooters um, this year. And just that one guy has affected their play tremendously. Well, last year, Paul Atkinson, about 6'11 guy, he wasn't the greatest player, but that inside presence, we do not have that this year at all. I think Ben Allen Lubin has the potential to be that, but typical of Coach Bray, he doesn't like to use his freshmen um, early on in their career. And Matt Zona hasn't developed. And then Blake Wesley, too, even though he gave me a lot of headaches, he was very talented. He was a first-round pick, obviously, in last year's NBA draft. But just those two guys with their talent and height, it was less pressure on the fifth-year seniors this year. Uh, it opened up their game is what I'm trying to say. And they just don't have that this year because Paul Atkinson and Blake Wesley are not here this year. And just losing those two players... Um, has affected us greatly is what I'm trying to say. So 
Long story short, I hope coach or coach, uh, athletic director Jack Swarbrick really takes a hard look at getting the best possible fit for Notre Dame um, to really restart this. I, even though I think it's going to take a couple years, unless we can get some really good transfers to come in next year, um, really take a hard look of the best possible solution for this team going forward because our fans deserve it. You know, no matter how bad it is, I mean, it's it's as I mentioned before, I just want this season to end, but we're still going to cheer on our team, support our team, and that's with the current students, the alumni, uh, people within the university. Don't cut us short um, by just hiring, you know, just an average type of candidate. So, thank you so much for joining me for episode 63. And as always, go Irish. <laughs>